At the Cryptid Keeper podcast, we love to laugh at the darkness, but we would never laugh at the rich cultures that explore it, or the unique cultural significance of the creatures explored. The jokes within are on no one but us. We encourage additional research on the subjects covered here, and hope that a comedy podcast is not your primary source of information. Welcome to the Cryptid Keeper Podcast, the podcast for cryptids and their keepers. That's us, and if you're listening, that means that's you too. I'm your pending pal, Evan. I'm I'm, I'm Ronnie. I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a pending pal. I'm a grizzled retired hunter back in the game for one Ooh. last hunt. Ooh, I like the lore that we're establishing here. <laughs> I'm Andy. Ooh. Okay. Can I can I say I, can I say? Very grizzled. You really nailed yeah, the grizzled bit. I've, I've got an eye patch, a corncob pipe, and a beard full of secrets. So I'm picturing a mix between Rubeus Hagrid and Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's fun. That's a fun little character. I I I don't know what these characters are from. I don't I don't watch children's programs. I just watch well, Bigfoot documentaries. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, Understandable. Anyway, I'm Andy. <laughs> yeah, Hello. You are. Well, that's what I can, can I say? <laughs> Sorry, I blocked out. Can I say? Far less grizzled. Way less grizzled. Yeah. Far, far less grizzled. Yeah, no, that's Andy, fair. Andy was possessed by the spirit of uh, cryptozoology. Sure. That's, that's, sure. that's who my dad wants me to be. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm sipping uh, some pour over coffee out of a TARDIS mug. Uh, so I feel like I'm kind of in the spirit of cryptozoology myself. Not that, like, that, yeah. you know, I just feel like that w- that is something that a cryptozoologist would do. Not to, like, brand drop, but I'm drinking out of my Big Billy's Diner mug. So, <gasps> ooh. ooh, available now in the Synergy. The yeah. I love yeah, to the see hor- the synergy. Horror Borealis uh, Etsy. Well, no, it's the Cryptid Keeper Etsy store. As, as I'm sure you've noticed, <laughs> listeners, these are not your normal hosts, your normal, lovely, talented, extremely attractive Cryptid Keeper podcast hosts. Uh, we are the the cast of Ending Pending, and we have taken over Cryptid Keeper this week. It's ours. I don't know why they let us do that. They are but... very kind, and Andy asked very early. So... <laughs> I saw that post go up, and I was like, mine, nap. And I, Evan, am the keeper of the cryptid uh, for this very special guest host episode. It's very exciting. Andy, by virtue of living with me, knows what the cryptid is, and also did some extracurricular research that we will get into. Um, but I, I'm bringing, for the benefit of Ronnie and to a lesser extent the benefit of Andy, a very special cryptid that is very close to my heart, being a Maryland native cryptid. We're going to talk about the PG County Goatman, uh, otherwise known as the Maryland Goatman or the Goatman of Crybaby Bridge, to distinguish him from other goatmen around the country. So, I mean... I believe saying PG County and Maryland Goatman, I feel like literally every county in every like suburban or rural town has a crybaby bridge. There is certainly a crybaby bridge that I could drive to right now. Oh, really? Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Um, that is, is your crybaby bridge also haunted by allegedly a baby or a woman who threw a baby or something? Something like that. Like that. Uh, it's yeah. a covered bridge. I guess that's that's kind of a, a big part of it too. Uh, is, it I have never like, heard of a crybaby bridge till right now. N- so. Really? Yeah. Oh. Isn't th- there's the the um what is it? The Are You Afraid of the Dark special, The Legend of Crybaby Bridge. I wasn't oh. allowed to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark. Is, that, did they specify what region their crybaby bridge is from? I don't remember, and this is actually kind of a um, notorious segment of, of uh, Nickelodeon culture. It was a show that they put out, a, a movie that they put out based on the popular Canadian uh, television show, Are You Afraid of the Dark, uh, called The Legend of Crybaby Bridge. It was so scary, like legitimately scary, that it was like played once again, like just in syndication on the same network, and then it was like destroyed. Like there, there you can maybe find it online, but it is like super hard to find. It was never Ooh. aired again. Like they, it was it, never aired again. Intentionally Ooh. decided never to air it again. And I can tell you, as someone who doesn't like scary things, it was frightening as all get out. What if was, you watch that show as a kid, you're cursed to have social anxiety as an adult. Oh, yeah. I, I never watched it, but I definitely have social social anxiety. It was like, so for for people who are not aware or are, you know, much younger than us as I talk about this show from like 1994, um, it was Imagine Goosebumps if you took out all like the kookiness and silliness that made Goosebumps kind of campy and mm-hmm. just injected it with straight up like horror that you would imagine would be very impactful on young people which was on nickelodeon right after spongebob like <laughs> i'm very tempted to ask what the uh that crybaby bridge episode was about but i don't want to get too sure too sure sure the, this is not and, and this is not even really about crybaby bridge this is about that good good goat man yeah the there is a legend of crybaby bridge but that's not actually related to the goat man like the bridge is supposedly haunted and the goat man just so happens to lurk in the vicinity of that bridge by sheer coincidence. He just there's, likes ghosts. Yeah, there's cross-contamination of, of legends happening there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so there are two origin stories for the PG County. PG is what we call Prince George's County, by the way. We're, we are Marylanders. Yes, this is part of my identity. I love the Maryland flag. Fight me any day. It's good. It's well designed. Evan's closet is just all Under Armour. Just nothing but Under Armour gear. Just like covered with terrapins. He like Evan knows what a terrapin is. That's how much he I loves. I do know Maryland. what a terrapin is. Yeah. I still don't know. Crabs. Are they crabs? I thought they were turtles. No, 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 no. I just I'm just uh. yelling crabs because of my Maryland patriotism. <laughs> there I go. There I go. No, there a terrapin I, is a terrapin is a turtle. I, I, there sorry. I go. I showed that I lied about not knowing what a terrapin is. I'm a terrible, <laughs> I'm a terrible, terrible person. Tell me about this goat man. <laughs> okay. Let's learn about the goat man. Is he uh, hot? I don't think no Off, no stories oh my, have reported him being hot. That is like five uh, minutes to hot check. Um there are two origin stories for the PG County goat man. The the less common and more boring one is that he was a goat herder that went insane. I don't know how that is meant to factor into him being a goat man hybrid. Uh that story is much less interesting, but it is the story that the the movie about the goat man went with due to budgetary constraints. They couldn't do the prosthetics for a, a goat man hybrid. So that's worth mentioning just because that story is out there. 
But the more common origin story for the PG County Goatman is that he was a scientist experimenting on goats at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center, which is a real place. It's northeast of Washington, D.C. Um, some kind of experiment apparently went horribly wrong, and he was transformed into a half-goat, half-man hybrid. Uh, understandably, this made him a little bit mad and presumably a little disoriented. So ever since then, he's been lurking around in the woods in the general vicinity of Bowie, Maryland, and murdering or attempting to murder people with an axe or sometimes a large rock. There's an article on a website called OMG Facts, which I presume has to be read in that voice. OMGFacts.com. <laughs> um, and a corroborating article from exemplar.com uh, they actually give the scientist a name they call him Stephen Fletcher and both of those articles say that he actually turned his assistant into the goat man rather hmm. than himself do any of um, these like give any indication as to like is this like scientific is this mystical like what is this something of the occult like what is how, how did this transformation happen uh, I think specifically it's supposed to be a scientific transformation. Sure. Okay. There was some kind of DNA experiment. I don't think they had quite figured out DNA in the 40s or 50s, but it mm. was some kind of experimentation, biological experimentation at this agricultural research center where this fellow, Stephen Fletcher, and by the way, both of these articles are unsourced. I cannot find evidence that a fellow named Stephen Fletcher or his assistant existed, but... Uh, I don't know. Stephen Fletcher's a pretty common name. You don't know. He could have been real. Uh, I, I did read a third variation in the Washington... Washingtonian. Washingtonian. That he is a, uh, like, a mystical beast. Hmm. And that uh, local high school students in, like, 70s and 80s car culture, when they were spreading this story, were likely influenced by learning about Pan, the Greek god, and that it is a more mystical origin story for the goat man. Um, there was a fellow... What was his name? Which I prefer yeah. the magic goat man. I feel like like the, the, the cryptids that I, I know and love have some kind of a magical origin. So one way or the other, I think whether it was scientific or not, like they were going to try and figure out some way to get some magic up in there. Barry Pearson, uh, who is a, a folklorist from the University of Maryland, he sort of suggested that the modern goat man legend has been like co-opted from older legends from the area. Um, although I, I couldn't find any clear connection to like a pre goat man, goat man. Uh, so there's almost certainly some kind of relationship between the goat man and older ghost stories or creature stories. That's how these things tend to go. Uh, but at least the modern version of the goat man legend is that he was created in some kind of terrible science experiment <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Specifically at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. Sounds um, like they're up to something over there. Yeah, them with their goats. Um, physical descriptions of the PG County Goatman specifically are a little bit scarce. There's a, a, an unsourced article in The Sun magazine that describes him as being seven feet tall. And other articles about him say that he walks upright, as you would expect, uh, has horns and cloven hooves. The one photo of him that's specifically uh, alleged to be the Maryland Goatman, as opposed to, say, like the Pope Lake Goatman or other various Goatmen, 
uh, shows him as very, very hairy, like Sasquatch level hairy and having sort of like a goat like head and horns. And he's showing me a uh, a goat man photo right now. But I think that is a generic goat man photo. I think that one is attributed to Pope Lick or other goat men legends. The one I'm talking about. YouTube, the goat man of Prince George's County. Someone's got well, YouTube evidence. Sure, I, but I've seen that Goatman image recycled, mm. uh, like, for other Goatman legends. We're talking about our own specific Maryland Goatman. Our own We're very, very territorial about hairy. Him. Very mm. hairy. Very hairy. Uh, uh, loves Old Bay seasoning. Loves Old Bay. <laughs> loves them crabs. Loves them crabs. It's like, hey, let's go to, let's go, I'm not going to try and do a Baltimore accent. Yeah, please says, don't. But says like, uh, let's go to the Inner Harbor, um, you know, I, go to the, the National Aquarium. I found some fan art on paranormal posts for believers and skeptics. And uh, he's pretty, he's pretty handsome. Is he? There's a whole sure? lot of goat man. Look at him. I mean, I, I, oh I am not boy, putting no. it past Andy just like literally scrolling through Google images of Prince George Goatman until there is one that they find attractive, and that's the one that they're deciding is the canon image. <laughs> it's the real one. This is this is uh, only the, the most one. handsome Goatman. There Look. was one with some like D and D style sort of art, uh, and that one was all right looking. Like he was passable. Like for for a love interest, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I would I would believe that someone in like a Beauty and the Beast retelling would fall in love with that specific sure. goatman, but not not the one in the photo. There is a photo uh, that was that accompanied that article in the Sun magazine that was of a very large, hairy, vaguely shaped figure that had horns poking out of its its head region and that one as far as i can tell seems to be specifically attributed to the maryland goat man so to t- take a step back i think that you kind of went into this but is it like are we talking like mr tumness levels of like deviation between goat and man like goat top part and or is it just like a goat who walks upright so it it varies there's actually I could find very few firsthand descriptions of the Goat Man. There are a lot of articles about the Goat Man, sure. alleging various things about the Goat Man. But we are scientists here. We are cryptozoologists. Understood. We we want to approach this with as much evidence as is available. And the specific descriptors that I could find were seven feet tall, Goat Man hybrid, walks upright has horns, has cloven hooves. So as far as where the delineation between goat bits and man bits go, mm-hmm. it's kind of up in the air. I think a lot of sightings of bit, of the goat man have been at a distance or in the dark. Sure. Very vague sort of descriptions. There have been a lot more descriptions of what he does than what he looks Ooh, like. Okay, well then let's get into that. So there's a lot of... Lover's Lane style goat man stalking stories that sure. came out in like the the 80s. There's a whole goat man culture where people go goat man hunting and that started in about the 80s. Don't do this. First... Don't do this thing. <laughs> please please leave our please leave this poor poor uh very hairy very Marylandian uh boy to just, you know, be on his own. Back in the game for the first no, time. No. I'm out of retirement. Grizzled Andy is back. I, I want I want this. No, I like, yes, we do not have any pictures. And like I we have been uh, in quarantine for uh, a couple weeks now. 
um, and mm-hmm. I have not been able to give myself a proper shave or a haircut. And so, like, mood. Like, yes, I do not want to be up and close with people right now and get my picture taken and stuff. Like, in, until we can get this this goat boy a proper, uh, you know, salon experience, I don't, I you know, do not hunt. Do not hunt. Maybe the original, like, I'm sorry, not the the the, the first origin story I talked about briefly with where he's just like a goat herder who went nuts and apparently became immortal. Maybe that's true and he just has like a real serious body hair problem. Sure. Like he's just a regular guy. He's just a regular guy in a hat. He's just he, trying to social distance early. Yeah, he's been practicing social distancing since 1957 <laughs> apparently. True quarantine queen. <laughs> um yeah, so the first the first reported sighting was apparently in 1957. Uh details about that are very scarce. I saw the date 1957 cited a lot of places, mm. like seven or eight different articles, but I cannot find any detail about what he looked like, what he did, what the circumstances were. Um, but throughout the 1960s, there were allegedly violent encounters with the goat man. Uh, the article on exemplar.com claims that he killed 12 out of a group of 14 young hikers with an axe. Oh. Oh, heck, goat yeah, man. Yeah, that's not great. That's not <laughs> no. good. No. Woof. To be fair, I cannot find any other corroborating articles about this goat man massacre. Well, people um, just want to make up a massacre. Like, that's that's a serious thing that if someone says happened, I'm sure it did. Sure. Or yeah. Goatman's being framed. There were a lot of legends that arose in this period of time about Goatman killing people with an axe. Uh, some more of those Lover's Lane, good, good, haunting stories where he killed young lovers. Uh, but the biggest incident, allegedly, was that he killed 12 people out of a group of hikers with an axe and... Uh, Allegedly, dismembered bits were found later and the like. Although, again, I cannot find any articles from the time referencing this incident that don't refer to the goat man in some kind of a way. Vincent's a real angry boy. <laughs> His name is Vincent now, you've decided? Vincent von Goatman. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that... Yeah, I don't know if there's anything to the murders. But uh, the Goatman's real resurgence in popularity, his his re-entry into the cultural zeitgeist. Is right now is from us. <laughs> right now, yes. We're making the Goatman... Re- um, anyway, there, there was an incident uh, that happened in 1971, and that was the Ginger the Dog incident. And I, I want to give a, a warning here. I will reference something terrible that happened to a dog. So uh, if if that is something that is sensitive for you, skip ahead a little bit, probably. So Ginger was a dog owned by the Edwards family, and she went missing uh, at some point overnight. And several days later, this is the part, three people found Ginger's body on Fletchertown Road, having been very cleanly decapitated. Definitely a real incident that happened. There were reports in other reputable local uh, newspapers and the like about this incident with Ginger the dog. And Ginger's untimely demise has been attributed to the goat man partly because um, April Edwards, who was 16, the daughter of the family who owned the dog, claimed that on the night Ginger disappeared, she and her friends had 
heard strange noises and seen an upright walking creature like the night of Ginger's disappearance. So according to April Edwards, the this incident with Ginger was a result of an attack by the goat man. There were also a smattering of sightings from other people in the area of an upright walking creature in the area of Fletchertown Road in the months surrounding the incident. Nobody could identify this creature. Nobody apparently got a, a good look at it. But this whole thing kind of set off a goat man mania. In the, by the way, Fletchertown Road is very near Crybaby Bridge. It's uh, Crybaby Bridge is on a road that's like adjacent to Fletchertown Road. So that's how the goat man got associated with Crybaby Bridge. As far as I know, he wasn't spotted specifically at the bridge, but because that bridge was local and had a lot of spooky things associated with it. Anyway, Crybaby Bridge is also allegedly haunted. That's a whole other story, though. Uh, So after that, anytime somebody went missing in the area, anytime animals went missing in the area, they were largely attributed to the Goatman, and they would be another rash of Goatman sightings. And then throughout the 80s, like, Goatman culture emerged, where people would go on Goatman hunting parties in the area of Fletchertown Road. It, it became a whole thing after that. Did April Edwards go on to become John Wick? Uh, I don't know. Unfortunately, also, there is the Prince George's County News, which is PG County newspaper, and the article about the the dog and the Goatman's alleged connection to this dog's untimely death uh, was written by a woman named Karen Hostler. And unfortunately, I'm unable to access the original article, but it definitely exists. There are summaries of it in other places. It just doesn't appear to be archived on the Prince George's County News website anymore, which is very unfortunate. But yeah, this is the the incident that, as far as anyone knows, actually happened and set off Goatman mania. I, I mean, I, I know I took a very strong anti-Goatman hunting stance earlier, but... If, if if the goat man is responsible, then, you know, we, we maybe can at least contain. Yeah, we may want man. to create kind of a goat man uh, habitat area where we don't allow sure. dogs to go. Right. <laughs> I like how we're limiting the, the rights of the dogs. <laughs> this is such a just picturing a movie now to handle where it. instead of the mafia hurting John Wick's puppy, it was some sort of mythological creature. And then John Wick becomes a monster hunter instead of like, ooh, instead of like a vigilante. He's just yeah. hunting down like vampires and ghouls and goat men. That goat would men? be that would be dope, actually. Yeah, I'd watch the crap out of that. I'm also very here for a John Wick movie where like we go through all three John Wick movies exactly as they are, and then at the end of the third movie, John Wick Keanu Reeves finds out that it was actually the Goat Man, and he's like, ooh. Yikes. I did all that for nothing. I did all that for nothing. Now I do have to go and hunt the goat man too, though. So check out John Wick 4 live in Maryland. That's what I want from Keanu Reeves. Also, uh, that's closer to where I live. That's, you know, we could all go see Keanu Reeves. It's a good time. There was another rash of goat man sightings in 2015. Oh, that's recent. Unfortunately, I cannot find any firsthand ones. There are a ton of articles that came out recounting the Goatman legend in 2015. And in 2015, the hashtag Goatman was trending on Twitter, but it was mostly just people talking about the Goatman. So 
there were like alleged sightings, but I, I cannot find any firsthand accounts of what people saw or what happened. Uh, there's a guy, Mark Opsisnik, Opsasnik. Uh, anyway, he is a self-styled goat man expert. And apparently as a teenager, he spent a lot of time in the woods goat man hunting. He was one of these people in the 80s who took up goat man hunting as a hobby. And uh, he never found the goat man, but he sort of, as a hobby, has dedicated a lot of his time to interviewing people, like collecting goat man stories and interviewing people. And he believes that a lot of people he interviewed are very sincere in their conviction of having seen the goat man. Sounds like Mark is covering for him. Oh, what? Mark is in on the goat man? Mark, Mark is protecting the goat man? I don't think you dedicate your entire life from the time you were a teenager to a grown human to a mythological being unless you've seen it and encountered it. I think I think he's seen goat man. Also, I think that it's it's interesting that you said like it was a mm-hmm. Twitter trending thing. And of, like, of course, with all Twitter trends, it's just it's more people talking about the thing. And the fact that it's trending rather than actually talking about the thing itself. Um, but I like the idea of this gentleman um, has gone on there. And there are actual accounts on there, but he's just <laughs> flooded it with memes, with Goatman memes, to try and throw people off the scent. Just like lots of bots of just like, here come that goat or like you, stuff Mark like that. Obsasnik. 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 Yeah. Just rage face goat memes and stuff like that it i i think i mean that that's like circa 2015 it's just very very meme culture based twitter experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From, from this guy i feel like this is a quote from mark obsasnik obsasnik about uh how he first got interested in the goat man legend and he said he was in seventh grade in the back seat of his friend's older brother's car. He said, we would get rides and we would act up in the back seat and they would tell us to shut up or they'd dump us on Fletchertown Road and the goat man will get us. Yeah. yeah. Real spook. Very great boogeyman vibes. And I love that. Like, <laughs> I love a culture where it's like not even parents are doing that kind of a thing. It's literally just like kids that are four years older than you. Just like, hey. Just stop what you're doing or else I'm going to feed you to a to a mythical, scary beast. He's not mythical. He's real, Ronnie. The goat man's real. He's real. Well, I mean, of of mythical, you know, he's nature. real. And Mark Opsisnake is his uh, is his friend <laughs> and PR is covering manager. for him. That's <laughs> he's, a, Mark, he's his publicist. Opsisnake yeah. <laughs> is uh, personally. He's invested. He's got a lot riding he, on the goat the man. Jimmy Olsen to the goat man Superman. He's. I was going to say, he's personally suppressing all of the firsthand accounts and just uh, propagating this as an urban legend for the benefit of the goat man. So the goat man can keep killing people and dogs and dogs more, more, more importantly and more devastatingly the dogs. Yeah, people are the worst, but um, the dogs are great. Dogs are great. Dogs have never done anything wrong. Dogs are good. Also, the. Beltsville Agricultural Research Center, by the way, uh, has been asked to comment on this in the past, and their spokesperson, someone by the name of Kim Kaplan, is quoted in uh, an article on modernfarmer.com. I'm going to tell you what Kim Kaplan said about the legend of the goat man, Kim Kaplan of the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. We just think it's stupid, says Kim Kaplan. People really don't even talk about him. I mean, it's so silly, it's not even something that's joked about. This is a 
line from Modern Farmer. Kaplan was also quick to poke holes in the Goatman story. Don't you think he would have retired by now? She asked. <laughs> is his great... <laughs> is his great grandson a goat man? Is he collecting social security? Man. Kaplan Ka- oh. could not even recall when there were last goats at the center, although she surmised it had been, quote, generations ago. In fact, the center is most... Almost like 1957? <laughs> almost like that would be? Yeah. Almost like that's exactly when the Goatman was created by Stephen Fletcher, or is Stephen Fletcher, or Stephen Fletcher's assistant. I like how the assistant is anonymous in all of this. We don't he's know that. roped in. Yeah, the poor assistant, yeah. his name didn't even go down in history, and he's the one who has to be a Goatman and kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing Kim Kaplan's statement, uh, the center is mostly devoted to records and genetics. They have, for instance, kept elaborate mathematical records pertaining to what bull sperm helps produce the best milk cows. <laughs> so Great. according, Great. Very according good. to Kim Kaplan, who clearly is in on this Goatman legend suppressing. Oh, so, so in so on clearly. it. I think, I think everyone there is in on the Goatman suppression. Yeah, they're, they're trying to keep the truth from us. I love the like state of capitalism that we are in, where we're even like, I mean, this goat man's clocking in, clocking out every day. You don't think he's tired of that? You don't think he wants to start to collect his uh, pension at this point and, you know, hand that down to his 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 kids where they're like, please, please, Mr. Goatman was my father. Like, like well, I mean, he, I, was, allegedly, Jr. he was allegedly <laughs> uh, an employee of the Bellsville Agricultural Research Center. So uh, we don't know how old he was when he oh, was yeah. transformed into the Goatman. Uh, Mr. Goatman. So, so this is so, so this is Kim Kaplan like getting on the megaphone. This is like her in Gotham City saying like, "Hey, Batman. Hey, Mr. Goatman. If you want your pension check to keep clearing, how about you 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 make it so that no one is talking about you? How about you like keep this under wraps yeah, a little? There's bit? some kind of like gag order that he can keep collecting his pension as long as you know they're not implicated in this whole thing. I'm I'm on to them. I, I, I know I, what's up again. Again, I love that this very hairy, very, you know, maybe uh, bloodthirsty uh, goat man has a real need for his like $1,200 a month. Mm-hmm. Just really, really, it's really important that they get that, uh, you know, their 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 restitution the man got a, for the their, man their got a, of service. The man got to purchase new axes. Yeah, clearly. going through. That's going like through. part of his whole identity. Or large rocks. Well, I guess he can find large rocks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, apparent, he, he has also allegedly attacked people with large rocks or banged large rocks on cars. Hmm. You know, the, but, this whole lover's lane sure. thing. It's real spooky. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, those axes aren't free, you know. Sure, sure. I mean... Maybe he has a lot of goat friends he, also that he needs to buy. He hate. probably... I mean... It, Granted, he could just get a a stone and I think like three or four sticks and make a flimsy axe. Um, That's a club. Well, no, it's it's a it's, it's a flimsy a, axe. It's like a stone age. It's axe. like a flimsy axe, and then you can go to um, you can go back to Tom Nook with a piece of iron, and you can make a pretty good axe that that then you can cut down trees on your Animal Crossing island. But you got to start with the, the flimsy axe. Get those stones Do first. we want to talk about Andy's extracurricular yeah, research? Yeah, I guess we should talk about the extracurricular research that Andy did. I did some extracurricular research. Andy, unbeknownst to myself, and I believe unbeknownst to Ronnie, yes. took it upon themselves to actually call the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center, which is still operating. It's, it's a thing that exists. 
they spoke to someone there. I did. Uh, a, a, someone that we are going to call Susan. We're going to call them Susan, yes. Who was utterly baffled and clearly just wanted Andy to to please go away. Um, I think I think <laughs> so I think we I, should let the uh, let the listeners decide whether or not that is the case. Yeah, yeah. And yeah let, let's not put words in allegedly Susan's yes. mouth. So we, we by the I, way, Susan, I, I, I'm calling I, I, it right now. Susan is in on this. Susan is in on the Goatman cover up conspiracy. Yeah, I, I wrote a transcript of the call, yeah. and we're going to do a dramatic reading of so, it for everyone. So yeah, I'm going to put my uh, my director's hat on. I know that the Cryptid Keeper. Hosts and and audience are, are theater fans. So we're going to do some readers theater here. We we do have a bit of a- Andy recorded themselves just the the beginning of the call and then kind of shut their recorder off so as to not record <laughs> sensitive information. Yeah, that you, you it's illegal. Yeah, you can't do to it. Record people. Yeah. Here's what I think we should do, Andy. You will not be playing a role here because you've already you've already experienced oh. this. I've done this, this already. You've been here. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Evan, I think I'd like you to be Susan because you, okay. out of the both of us, are more experienced with just being kind of done with Andy's nonsense. And I think that's that, that's excuse fits. you. This this wasn't nonsense. This is research. I think I think that is that is up for Susan to decide whether uh, or not it was. I'm nonsense. getting I'm I'm getting secondhand like embarrassment sweats. Let's just let's just, uh, let's, just let's just take a breath. My name is uh, Detective Andy Randolph, and I'm doing a cryptozoological research project. And I was wondering if I could ask some questions or get a comment on the Goatman incidents in Prince George's County. Um, I'm sorry. I don't think I would be able to respond to that because I'm actually not aware of anything about that. I've been doing some research on the Beltville Research Facility, and um, mm-hmm. it's it's a come up quite a bit. So I was just wondering if you guys had a statement about it or if there was someone I could talk to. Um, I don't see why we couldn't. Let me search real quick. I don't see why we couldn't make a statement. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, all right. So your detective, say your name again? Andy Randolph, about... The uh, the Goatman incidents in Prince George's County. And then Susan repeated this back as they were typing. So let, let's take a pause here. Uh, and you felt it was very necessary to give your your uh, given name. Your entire your real name, name to Susan. <laughs> well, you know, Andy's a nickname. So I didn't, give, <laughs> I didn't give like my real name. Did you tell her that you were like a detective? I meant to say investigator, but I said detective. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're on a, you're on a list a... now. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 hop back in here. I meant to um, say investigator. Okay. Susan was repeating repeating back to Andy, and she said, "You said the goat man," and Andy has a note here that Susan hit the T in goat very hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Susan with a with a note that says. Incredulously, goat man, and then really hits it's, the T. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tea. a local urban legend connected to the uh, research from facility, from what I've read in Beltsville. Uh, I remember something, goat man. I think I might have heard something about that. And then more typing, typing, typing. Um, hang on, local story. Is this real or is this? Are you real? <laughs> I'm I'm real. Yeah. Yeah. I I do I do work for a 
I, I work for a... All right. Uh, I didn't know if someone was playing a joke on me or... N- no, no. I work for a thing. We do uh, <laughs> writings about urban legends and stuff like that. First of all, Andy, just real good cover. <laughs> really. <laughs> you backpedaled out of that one flawlessly. Oh, man. Look, it's, just, it's real scary calling people on the phone, okay? It's like you brought a steak... <laughs> To the to the to the guard dogs, and you throw threw it right off your scent. It was fl- like chef's kiss. Uh, um, Susan so yes. Susan responds. No, 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 no. I work for a thing. We do uh, writings about local urban legends and stuff like that. And Susan says, "Okay, legends, locals, okay." Y'all have released a statement about it before, from what I've read. We have. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just wondering if I could get a, you know, a new one or, like, learn for myself. Some more info, new info. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so new info I can ask around. I think Kevin would know some stuff. I think maybe definitely George. You know, George would definitely know something, Um, if anything, or Kevin. So let me ask them. Let me put them down to ask them. Do you have any information? Can I call you back? To let you know what I found out in it or in an email. I would love to give you my email if that's okay. Yes. And then and Andy at that point proceeds to give their own state government in which they live their real life email address. <laughs> I don't know if the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center is a government facility or not. Uh, anyway. That's fair. Either but, way, uh, the rest of this is just like exchanging information, right? Yeah. Yeah. We... Uh, well, after, after that, it's, it's just a matter of like them giving you more like contact information for again not their real names but kevin and george um, who i called also but right they... right we did not get a res- you, you did not get a response from them <laughs> no correct? no they did not answer um, my voicemails about the yeah so, susan susan did not call us back needless to say susan <laughs> did try and, and offload the buck to george though yeah. by giving andy just like trying to incorporate as many folks as possible into this scam um, by saying, here is George's phone number. Please call them. Um, Andy was very nice. Andy was very polite. I will say that this was not, I, 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 I am like, this is, this was by no means a prank phone call. No, this no. was, yeah, this was it wasn't to very, harass anyone you know, because as I read earlier, um, a representative from that facility by the name of Kim Kaplan did in fact remark right. on this in the past. I wouldn't go so far as to say they gave a statement, but they are <laughs> the, the folks at Beltsville Agricultural Research Center, at, at least in the past, have been aware of these stories and have, you know, presumably after some needling, ventured to remark upon them. And I was not trying yes. to, to needle. I was just genuinely curious if they would tell me anything about you know, either other people calling a facility or what it's like having this legend circulate your work like i used to work for starbucks and if people had thought my starbucks was haunted that would have been dope and i would have loved to have given a comment about that i do wish you had consulted us a little bit first because we definitely could have helped you uh give some prompts and maybe uh identify yourself better than (laughs) (laughs) we do a thing we do it i'm a detective and we do a thing (laughs) The, the important the, the here's the here's the thing. The important part of this is that the words 
Cryptid Keeper were never mentioned on yes, Cyberpunk. Yes, no. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Never mentioned Cryptid d- Keeper. Yeah. We dragged no very friendly podcast through the mud or put them on any list that Andy is most assuredly on yeah, at this yeah. point. Well, that was my thing, was like, I... I didn't think it through far enough. So then when she asked, like, who are you and why do you want to know this? I was like, oh, oh, beans. I can't mention Cryptid Keeper. Uh, I this for a thing. Uh, I sh- so, you, so, so you called somebody on the telephone and they said, who is this? And you said, oh, no, I didn't think it would get I didn't, this far. I didn't think it would come to that. Uh afterwards after i hung up i was like oh man i should have just said i was a student and this was for a school project yeah mm. yeah that would have been way more legit but i student of the world i, um, I didn't, to be fair she probably assumed you were a teenager yeah, i mean I with do, answers do, as bad as that i do have this little boy voice <laughs> this, this little child voice uh so yeah i i maybe dropped the ball a little bit you know detective andy you did. Oh, you did the best bad you news, could. babe! It is in fact a government facility. She was working from home. She yeah, didn't well, care. No, I. <laughs> she was in her jammy social distancing. Um. Well, thank you so much for for trying to 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 you know get that information and, for us I mean, and for the it, listeners. And it, it was it was I I as I was listening to it, I can imagine how scary it must have been. But you were just doing the investigative work, and I appreciate. Yeah, because that. we are cryptozoologists, at least temporarily, at least in the. Two weeks leading up to this episode, we are official cryptozoologists, and we do our best. And we're searching for the yes. truth. We're searching for the truth. We're searching and for the truth. And we know that there's a conspiracy here that Kim and yes. Susan and Susan. Uh, Mark, what's his face, are all in on together. And yes. and yes. and like I don't want to I don't want to throw stones, but I do think that it's clear that they knew about stuff. She was like, "Oh yeah, George knows." Like, yes. Ask Tim down uh, to, you know, here's Tim's phone number. Like, T- Tim has an iHeart the Goat Man license plate. Yeah, you like, should talk to him. Like, it's clear that people know things. I don't know what those things are. Maybe it's about bull sperm and making the best milk cows, or maybe it's about the Goat Man. Yeah, so that was excellent reporting. A frontline, frontline journalist. Yeah, in do, the yeah, field. Do, I do appreciate you taking the initiative, even if it, you know, didn't yield any usable information. Well, um, like, I, it certainly gave me a chortle when I heard about it. I was planning on driving out to Prince George's County and just like going into local businesses and asking people if they'd seen the Goat Man. Yes. But then we got, got we got quarantined. Yeah, we, we got quarantined, and and it's I think it's ridiculous, honestly. But uh, cryptozoological research is not considered essential business. Yeah. Um, and so I don't I don't think that they would have taken too kindly to that. Yeah. When, when we are at a point where, oh, there's only one person allowed at this takeout restaurant at a time, if that person is like, so about this goat man, I don't yeah, know if so. the, the local economy appreciates that. And we don't want, you know, again, wasn't a prank call. We're not trying to razz anybody. Just, you know, trying to get the information out there. And we, I think, did it as respectfully as we could by not breaking quarantine for it. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. I bet the, the goat man is having a field day right now, though, because he can just go places you know, there's nobody oh, yeah. out. There's nobody out anywhere. He can just go. Re- although he probably has a shortage shortage of victims. Yeah, he can't crush anyone's car mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've you've heard about those uh, people who are 
do using the very not airtight T-Rex costumes. Yeah. As hazmat suits. Yes. I would have to I'd have to imagine at least like 50% of those sightings are definitely the goat man. Oh yeah. Just like That's definitely feeling very f- loose and free to explore the uh the the town squares and all. Yeah, that's definitely the goat man in there. Things are real different than they were in 1957. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm calling it right now. Mark knows and he provided the goat man with the the T-Rex suit. He's like, "Here, buddy. <laughs> Here, buddy. I got this on amazon.com. You can just go out and you don't you don't have to kill people and eat them. You can just go buy groceries. You Although can just you party. can your selection is severely limited at at the moment, but you can just go and buy some uh funyuns. You got to I do not I don't think the goat man's body could process funyuns at this point. <laughs> I mean, goats will eat anything. This is a well-known fact. That's fair. That yeah. is fair. And, that is fair. Uh presumably the goat man transformation also made him immortal or at least very long-lived because he's been around sure. since at least the 50s. So, well, I, I do like the the theory from the one research person who was like, it's Goatman Jr. Oh, yeah, it's it, there's there's a, a whole lineage of Goatman. Yeah, Goatman, I, I kind of dig Mr. that. Goatman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to assume that they reproduce via parthenogenesis and that there is not a second, uh, there's not a, a partner goat, Goatman. There's there's only two genders, human and Goatman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you like suggesting that the the Goatman has reproduced with a human? No, I'm just saying that if you're either a human or you're a Goatman. Oh, okay. There's there's no there's no goat women. It's humans and there's Goatman. I do notice that gender is fake, but the Goatman is real. Goatman is real. And how about how about the moth women out there? As this is the year of the Mothman, I'm sure that has come up on Cryptid oh, Keeper. The moth women. Uh, I'm not aware, but. Yes, but yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Lots of, I, I, I felt too comfortable using he, him pronouns all the time. Mix it up a little that bit. that Mothman, in spite of the the parlance of our times, in spite of being referred to as Mothman, is in fact uh, a genderless moth being. That's what I prefer to think. I love that for them. Mm-hmm. I love that for them. Thank you so much, Cryptid Keeper audience, for having us. Um, and we're sorry. I assume, you've, no, no. We, I think we've done, y'all have done a great job. I know so much more about Maryland and hairy, hairy goat boys. Um, goat man loves Old I'm Bay. Very into this. Yes. Loves Old Bay. Got that long hair. Loves that that kind of like Florida lease yellow and red pattern that is is the flag i guess it is a it is um, a cross and a uh sort of checkerboard pattern yeah yeah it's it's very intricate mm-hmm. a little extra if you ask me it's maryland good. it's a good flag uh, <laughs> um thank you for having us if you've made it this far uh we we are super duper grateful to you we are super duper grateful to uh, the original Cryptid Keepers, to Addison, to Alex, to Val for uh, allowing us to handle. I, I said before we started recording that I feel like I've been handed a, a Fabergé egg and all I have to do is not drop mm. it. And I think I think we <laughs> avoided total catastrophe with this episode. Except those few those few um, dirty words that somebody's going to have to cut out. No. <laughs> Nobody, dirty no words. dirty words. We, we, don't, we don't do dirty words. Very family friendly. <laughs> Where um, are Cryptid Keeper this week? Where did they end up? Cryptid Keeper, you can find them over on uh, Netflix and Kill. Ooh, a fun uh, one. Yeah, so I, I don't know what they're, what movie they're watching, um, but I'm sure Addison is uh, in her glory uh, watching some, some good, good yeah, horror. I'm excited to find uh, out. That's going to be a good episode. Very fun. Very fun. Um, this is a part of the Lunar Light Studio Galactic Warp. All of the different podcasts 
podcasts are doing all kinds of different episodes, different formats. Uh, different hosts are, are in different places. This is a great opportunity to check out other hosts, to check out other podcasts. It's a new fun thing we're doing, and we hope that you have enjoyed it. We want to make sure to uh, to do the to honor our, our commitment and do the plugs for Cryptic Keeper. Uh, you can follow Cryptid Keeper on Twitter at CryptKeepPod. And uh, be sure to check out their Patreon, patreon.com slash thecryptidkeeper. It's the year of the moth. Big things are happening. We uh, we happen to have, and I think I'm, I'm okay in uh, making this known, that our uh, very own Andy... That's me. ...is, uh, is going to be on uh, Side Stories, it's called? Yeah, Horror Borealis Side Stories. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I'm going to be playing uh, Big Billy of Big Billy... <gasps> Big Billy! Big Billy's Diner fame, and it's going to be yeah. a ton of fun. Uh, it's it's real exciting stuff. Do we know when that launches? No idea. I'm sure Alex knows, but I sure. don't. I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm yes, sure Alex told me, but I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we are we are very happy uh, that that is happening. Very proud of Andy. Very excited for 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 Andy and other uh, Lunar Light host Ray to be, uh, to be on that as well. And Blue. Oh, and Blue. Yes. Exciting. Very exciting stuff. So, uh, yeah, you can uh, if you liked this, if you liked hearing our voices, uh, we produce episodes every week. On a show called Ending Pending. Andy, what's Ending Pending? Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows which have only lasted a single season. We're currently yes. covering Young Hercules, which is it like is. 50 episodes long. We've just figured out what show we're going to cover next, and I'm so excited about it, guys. It's going to be so great. I'm very excited that you figured that out, but we cannot even, we are not, we have another 30 episodes of Young Hercules to cover. I know, I know. This is what's carrying me through sure. Young Hercules, understood, Ronnie. Understood. It's, it's it's buoying my spirit along. Yeah. It's keeping me afloat. We have been Andy, Evan, and Ronnie from Ending Pending. You can follow us on Twitter at PendingPod. And we are just so, so excited for uh, to, to be a part of the Lunar Light Studio Network, of which uh, Cryptid Keeper is also a part. Great little network of folks. Check out lots of shows there. Uh, Netflix and Kill, as we mentioned. Uh, Addison and Alex will be there this week. Check out... Uh, Gaming New Horizons and Art Ghost Radio. Lots of good shows at LunarLightStudio.com. Thank you so much. And Evan, take us out. We hope we can keep you around and stay safe out there. Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.